0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Matinee, Matinee. Today we'll be be reviewing the film Mudbound.
1: Yes, directed by Dee
0: Rees. It's based on a novel, too. I don't know if you knew that.
1: I figured that out yesterday, after I finished watching it.
0: Um, I I thought it was a little bit... I mean, there's one aspect I will talk about, probably, that made me think. This is probably based on a novel.
1: What was that aspect?
0: The, um, the narration.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Anyway, yeah. so the basic plot of this film is there is this guy who um, bought a fa- who's like, you know, a fairly successful businessman married to this, like, in a pragmatic, rather than loving, I would say, marriage to this um, woman who, you know, sort of grew up in the city, and he decides that he wants to buy a farm in the South. So he moves to the South with, you know, his family, and his very racist father, and um, they sort of try to have this farm, which doesn't go great. Um, also notable is there's, like, this family of black sharecroppers who live on the farm. And, um... The guy's brother, as well as the oldest son of the sharecropper's family, both go off to war in World War II, and then they come back, and then stuff happens.
1: Yep. Yeah, and it's interesting, because, so, the, like, blurb on Wikipedia for the film is, like, the film depicts two World War II veterans, one white, one black, who returned to rural Mississippi, each to address racism and PTSD in his own way. And, like, halfway through the film, uh, I, like, took a break because it was really intense. Um, and uh, and I also had to do other things. But anyway, halfway through the film, I took a break. And, like, I would not have said that that was the plot halfway through the film. Yeah. Because, like, that's really definitely true of the second half of the film, once they return, but initially I kind of thought that, like, um, so Ron is the oldest son of the sharecroppers. He goes off to war. He's a tank sergeant, um, in General Patton's army in the European theater, and like, uh, I kind of thought that he was gonna die just because, like, I mean, I guess we kind of ruined it for you. Spoiler he alert, die. he die but also this little blurb on wikipedia also tells you that it's them returning to mississippi to deal with their races to deal with racism and ptsd but like it's definitely not at the beginning of the film i think if you were to guess what the film would be about it's not that and maybe that's because of this kind of novel it's adapted from a novel and such you know, because I feel like novels they can so, dig yeah. more into side characters than a film can. Definitely, I thought that Carrie Mulligan, like Carrie Mulligan, was a much bigger deal in the first half of the film. She's still important, very important in the second half, but like it could have been her wife. story. Yeah, she, sorry. Yeah, she's the wife of the um, guy who owns all the land um, and moved his family there. So it's just sort of like it definitely has that feel where. Each of these story, each of these characters, could have been the central character in the story, but they so jump around and then this they very settle on weird yeah.
0: thing that happens in this movie, which is there's like narration, but the narrating character changes. Um,
1: I didn't. That didn't bother me so much. Did it bother you?
0: Yeah, it bothered
1: me. Okay, I thought it was weird at first, like the first time the narration changed, I was like, what? But then after that, I was actually like, you know, I'm okay with this.
0: So, like, the narration is sort of from the point in time of that it's happening, basically. Like, it's not these people reflecting on events, it's them sort of saying what's going on in their mind. Um, and it's sort of I imagine, not. I mean, it made me think this is probably based on a novel with different character POV chapters.
1: Yeah. Which do you know? Is that the way that that novel is set up?
0: No, I, I don't know, but that was sort of like my immediate thought. I was like, "Oh, this is probably how this book is structured." Yeah. So,
1: supposedly there is a sequel.
0: Yeah. Ooh. I don't know if there'll be a sequel in this. This movie came out on Netflix too. I don't did. It, I don't think it had a thera- theatrical release, did it?
1: Uh, it did not, and I think that was like a like a, I I don't want to say point of contention, but you know how some people are like, oh, is it going to do as well or whatever if it's not released in theaters? Is
0: is it awards eligible?
1: Oh, well, um, at least for things like Golden Globes, Netflix is able to be, you know, Netflix shows win golden globes and stuff like that so
0: but like academy awards
1: yeah i i feel like that was only an issue no because like i th- i think probably it will because i thought that the only issue was at um con cons am i saying that right
0: conventions
1: no cons? like C-A-N-N. oh con okay yeah
0: yeah at con yeah at con c a n n
1: Yeah, C-A-N-N-E-S. At Cannes... The British um,
0: music, or British movie thing. No, it's not British, it's Italian. Isn't it Italian? Or it's French. It would be French. Okay, that's right. I was Uh, in I've been in Cannes before, actually. I think.
1: (laughs) Oh, you were in in Cannes?
0: Yeah. Not for the film festival. Anyway.
1: Okay, so, yes. Cannes is in France. So, I think that was an issue with Cannes this year, where, like... There was an album, oh, there was, why why am I saying album? There was a film, Oakjaw, right? By the same guy that did um, that train movie. Okay.
0: Snowpiercer. Okay, we're going on giant tangents.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not relevant. But I think it should be, I don't know. So it's already, like, been, it's won, you know, certain things. Independent Spirit Award.
0: Anyway, it's, it hasn't won an Academy Award. Um, but it's definitely on the caliber of like Academy Award nominatable movies, I would say. It's,
1: yeah. It's, it's very just, well done. Yeah. There's, like,
0: there's some unconventional things, like, you know, as we mentioned, the narrator switches, which may or may not be distracting. Also, um, I mean, yeah, like, the pacing is fine, but sort of like the the um, the emphasis on based on how much time everything has is a bit weird. I would say
1: yeah, yeah. Like Like sometimes, yeah.
0: It doesn't feel it never feels slow or fast, but it it does kind of um, it it. I guess in retrospect, some parts of it are sort of like, wow, why do they spend so little time on this or that?
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, I don't know. So I'll start off by saying I I think this is like a really really good movie and I it's hard for me to think of like ways where it can be improved upon because I get what you're saying about this it doesn't it doesn't meander
0: but well, it, it, it 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 sort of it it gives the impression of time but in a good way like Shawshank Redemption is a movie I think that's got a very strong emphasis on time passing yeah. But it does it very effectively. And I think in this movie too, like, you know, there is a good amount of time that passes, but it's feels earned and it doesn't feel like the movie's going on for that long.
1: Yeah, agreed. And to me it's like there were some parts where it felt like we were just seeing it, it, I think they I think they do a good use of showing us things to help build the world and then like, but then at the same time, like still moving forward. So sometimes that means that it's like really, I don't want to say, I don't know. Like I'm just thinking of there were some kind of vignette. I think to me, it feels like it's vignettes. It's not there's like clear structure and like we're moving forward through things that are connected, but sometimes some, I mean, it,
0: it feels like a book. Like,
1: yeah. Which, which like is I didn't, I bad. liked that. I, I, I frankly, I liked it. I, I don't know if I can think of a thing that I didn't like about that, about the structure of it. I can see how it's not for everyone, but like it worked for me because it felt like a really effective way to show us the world. Like, there's one part where um, Carrie Mulligan's character is, like, taking care of her two kids. And, like, it's this very short scene where a neighbor comes over and is, like, in distress about something her husband is doing. And, like, that kind of has no... That doesn't really need to be in the film um, because it doesn't tie in with any other thing that the well, characters... It builds, it
0: builds tension of, like, the how she's unhappy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yes, true, true. But, like, that even, like, frankly, like, it feels like, I don't know. Like I said, I like it, but I think that it's not, I think that other films might have pulled back on things like that um, to maybe... Try and make a tighter thing, but I like that it didn't do that. You know what it kind of reminds me of, which is like weird that I'm tying in this movie to this movie, but they both take place in the South. It's Fried Green Tomatoes at the Lost Stop never Cafe. Seen that. Well, you should. Uh, That's like and... half
0: of these podcast episodes. You'll be like, <laughs> you haven't seen that. I'm like, I'm like, I like i have not seen it. Like, you should. As opposed to when I, I haven't when you haven't seen it. I'm like, yeah, you should see it. You nope. Don't see it.
1: I'm I'm judging you. No, I'm totally not judging you. But I'm just saying, it also is adapted from a book, um, and the and it does a similar thing where it like shows us these scenes, and we get these feelings of what a place is, even if certain characters only pop in and out very briefly. Although granted, in uh, Mudbound, all the characters we see, like the grandfather. The husband, the wife, the sharecropper family—they're all—they're all really
0: important.
1: I don't know. I just think this film is really good. I can't. Maybe that's why I'm talking so much because I like can't think of like
0: you can't think of some bad
1: thing. things so, to say. Uh, about it?
0: So one, one interesting thing I want to talk about, um, which is not a bad thing about it, I think is a very interesting thing about it. Is it sort of starts out at the end or near the end of the movie?
1: It starts yes. with the
0: scene that sort of comes to the end of the movie, and you don't really understand the context of the scene. Yes. Um, and it's sort of when the... Um, it sort of causes you to have these predispositions to certain characters. Yes. Which are subverted later in the film, to a certain extent.
1: Really? Maybe yeah. one character. I can't think of how... I think that beginning scene, well, I maybe, because of it, I thought differently about two
0: characters? Yeah, yeah. You feel very differently. I mean, so when you when you see that beginning scene, you sort of, basically, I think the very first scene in the movie, which is not repeated, but there is a scene, the next scene is repeated near the end of the movie, but the very first scene is basically they're the two brothers are, are digging a grave for their father, and... Um, most, it starts out with a, you know, the war vet guy and he's digging it and his brother's like, oh, like, he, or the, the war vet says, oh, I don't know if we can dig this before it's going to rain and the other guy's like, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. Here, I'll, I'll dig for a bit. So he's digging for a bit like, and then it starts raining and, and like the grave starts filling up and he's like, help me, help me and it's unclear whether or not the brother's going to help him and then he comes in and helps him and he's like, oh, I thought you'd, I, you'd let me drown and he's like, of course not. And that sort of makes you very sympathetic to, um, to the character who you think is going to drown, who's the character who buys the farm. See, I... But as the movie I, goes on, you sort of get more sympathetic towards the brother.
1: That's interesting. I think I can see what you're saying. I think the brother who is the war bet, um, I had a similar reading to what you just said but the brother who was digging the hole for i think from the start i did not like him because of the the scene that is repeated right that also the part that happens at the beginning of the movie and then is repeated at the end of the movie the way that he acts in that scene at the beginning kind of turned me off to him and then basically my dislike of him just continued to grow as the movie progressed and
0: so i, mean, I, I so don't the, know the scene is he he's they're digging the grave and they've, they've dug the grave and then the the, the sharecroppers, um drive by and he he asked them to help him lower the, his father's body into the ground and they're sort of hesitant to do so but then he is like please and then they're like okay
1: yeah um, and that scene is filled with so much tension that I think it's great. And I think it, as you said, it made me think a certain thing would happen in the film that would have made me, like, really hate this film. Not because it's bad, but because I was just so mad that this thing could happen. Does that make sense? I, like, don't want to give anything away.
0: Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I mean,
1: but like basically, I just you
0: can't you can't get mad at a plot if it's y- realistic.
1: No, I know, but like mad that I, and that's why I would I wouldn't be mad that the movie exists. I would just be mad that like that has to happen because it's. You're right. It would have been totally realistic. Um, but I just I mean, would have been I, upset.
0: I, I, I disagree with you on that, but
1: you wouldn't have been upset if that had been the way that the film,
0: I would have been upset, but I wouldn't have been like, this is a terrible movie. No, no, no,
1: no, no, That's uh, exactly. That's what, not what I'm saying. I would have been upset, not because the film is bad, but because the thing that happens that would have happened in the film would have been really bad. And I would have been upset that it happened and wish that it didn't happen. Like I get that though. Not everything can be like roses and I'd rather something be realistic than be completely fake but um i did it was so i was so worried about this outcome that i did that thing where you like use your cursor to like see the the frames later in the film <laughs> to like see like okay what um
0: you know i, I watch my i watch so... the movies on the tv the rest of
1: you can still do that on tvs
0: it's a lot harder
1: okay well i don't know i watch my movies on my computer but anyway, yeah, I guess that's a reason to watch it in theaters, which you can't do with this film. But oh well.
0: Anyway, um, I mean, so it was not obvious. So the pros of this movie definitely very well shot. Um, I wouldn't say it's like all all of like the the aspects like you know cinematography, music, sound design, um, acting, all those things are are good. Yep. um I don't it's not like none of them are on display like it's not like any of them are like this this movie is not a necessarily a master class for any of those aspects but they're all you know solid they're yes. they you you don't think about them really
1: true because they're they're valid they're good agreed
0: I would say, yeah this film's strength is probably in like the it tells a compelling story I would say one of my criticisms of this movie is that it's kind of like a book. And I feel like I wish it would, I mean, so, I mean, it's a whole thing where like, you know, novels and short stories are fundamentally different media than, than film. And I think if you try to create a movie that's an imitation of a book, then it's not necessarily going to succeed. But if it's an adaptation, then it'll do better. And I wish sort of this movie had sort of gone off in a more in its own direction a little bit more.
1: Interesting. But. See, I I liked it. I liked that it kind of pushed a boundary with format in terms of trying something that. I think that it would have been a worse film if it had tried to be more conventional, in its method of storytelling, um, because I can't imagine how it would have built the world.
0: I think if this in movie such could have a had way. a lot more emphasis on like the mud, is, <laughs> like it could have been a lot dirtier of a film. I
1: would say, like sort literally of- more muddy. Yeah,
0: yeah. To sort of okay. emphasize how unhappy the characters were.
1: I don't know. Every so- time I saw Carrie Mulligan, I was like, "Yep, yeah, I feel it. I feel it, girl." Like she seriously, her character always looks upset. And there's one scene actually where like her, she's like, she's like looking at her belly. Um, cause she's pregnant and her arm is so black with mud that I, and like dirt that I thought a black person was like holding her belly, but it was actually just her holding like, cause her belly was white and her hand was like so dark. So I don't yeah,
0: know. I mean, I yeah, think, it was like,
1: I think Carrie Mulligan, perhaps that character was there just to remind you of how <laughs> shitty the mud is.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't Like, like more shots of the fields or something.
1: I don't. I like I, I, like that. What? Like that's your criticism of it?
0: I, I'm, I'm saying that like they it, needed more shots of the mud. Field. No, no. I, I I think it could have done more visual storytelling.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But I mean, um, no. This this is obviously a very good movie. My my other criticism of it, which is not really that much of a criticism I mean it's it's a criticism to an extent but sort of not really it is like this is a this is a heavy movie there are certainly heavier movies but this is a fairly heavy movie um, not necessarily easy to watch not, not terrible to watch but not not easy to watch in terms of the content
1: agreed completely agreed it is very hard to watch um. Yeah.
0: So I would just say like if I were to think about who would I who should watch this movie
1: every American.
0: I don't know. But, <laughs> but like who should watch this movie like well if you, if you want to watch a, a movie about people in the south being really racist.
1: Yes, every American should yeah remember how horrible that was literally only like 70 years ago and even still today.
0: I mean, it's a little less racist now, I think.
1: I think my least favorite character is the husband who moves his family down to the South because number one, he totally does that without consulting his wife. Number two, he's the kind of, racist human where it's like he just kind of goes with the status quo of it he's not like as horrible as his father but he's not like trying to help people out or even just treat everybody with a basic amount of respect like he totally forces hap the sharecropper to do things uh just because he knows he has white power and so that's my little rant because i couldn't finish this podcast session without saying that the worst kind of racism is where you just, like, go along with the status quo of how other people are treating people. That is all.
0: Also, yeah, I want to say... it's a say, bad type of racism. I don't think it's as bad as the the dad true. Racism.
1: Okay. This is but true. It's true. But, it's I mean, like...
0: Bad, I mean, like, it's pretty bad. Like, so the, it the, perpetuates. The, the, the character... Yeah. It's worth noting, like, that character, he's... He's mildly racist in the way he treats the the um, the black characters in the film where he's not when you see him interacting with them, he's friendly he's like reasonably considerate um, there are mm-hmm. some moments where he sort of exploits his his like you know I mean it's, it's financial as much as it is racial but he sort of you know coerces them into doing things but it's not like a violent coercion it's kind of like
1: yeah but he basically enables his father but yeah
0: yeah
1: the really bad thing that he does
0: is he just he's very content with the way the world is and doesn't want it to change and so when someone else is racist he rather than doing anything he supports that institution
1: exactly um, and then I will say another really important thing is that Garrett Hedlund is gorgeous in this film.
0: Who is that?
1: He plays the um, white World War II veteran. So the brother. Yeah. The younger brother of the guy we were just talking about is.
0: What else has he been in?
1: Gorgeous. He was in Tron Legacy. No, oh,
0: because that's a great film.
1: Uh, yeah, I wish they had made a second one. It's not great, but it's good to watch. Um, On the Road, (laughs) Inside Lewin Davis, Unbroken, Pan. So, like, a lot of, like, not great
0: films.
1: (laughs) Unbroken?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't even know. Oh, this was by Angelina Jolie about that guy who was a
0: Olympian.
1: And then he was in a prisoner of war camp. I haven't seen that film, but Uh. I should probably give it a try. But... I saw Inside Lewin Davis. That was pretty good. On the Road. Actually, I actually haven't seen that. So maybe I shouldn't judge him. But... I mean, he's gorgeous in this film. At During the second half, he has like a little mustache thing going on. He's very gorgeous and sexy. So I would say, who should watch this film? People who think Garrett Hedlund is gorgeous, definitely don't miss this. People who want to remember how horrible... Uh, Racism is, which like we all need reminders, so we keep on our toes. I, yeah,
0: I would describe it as want to remember, but feel want need the remind, or I don't know, like everyone sh- needs to remember. Yes, it's not like a, it's not fun to remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, not fun at all. Um, yeah, that's what I would say, and I mean it's like,
0: yeah. I would I would say it's it is the quality of a successful prestige movie um, yeah it's not yeah I mean i'm I'm glad I watched it um I don't know what headspace I would be in to actively seek this out I guess if you, if you're trying to watch all of like the good movies that came out this year this,
1: this would be on the them. list yeah
0: like I I mean, there's movies I definitely think are better than this that came out this year, but that's a very short list, I would say
1: I think if you're like hanging out with your like family on the,
0: on the top five like this is probably maybe one of the top five to ten movies of the year, I would say
1: yeah agree. Or on that on
0: that caliber. I think yeah. it was I think or I, I mean I guess everything's subjective, but I would say this is probably about as good if not better than Spotlight.
1: A few years ago, never saw that one, so I don't know, but um, but
0: yeah,
1: so but uh, uh, I think I think if it'd be great if you know you have some family members that you think are like maybe racist <laughs> to like watch this film with them over the holidays and just like pretend that it's like something different than it is to get them to watch it and then just see their response to it. And if they're really like resistant, then I think you know that they're racist. Um, yeah, okay. I would also um, say, I would agree with everything you said about how if you're looking for the best films of 2017, like this should be on your list to watch.
0: It's like, yeah, I don't know who I would recommend to watch that Spot- spotlight to. I yeah, would recommend cause... that towards like a journalism class. Maybe this should be in a history... This would probably be too graphic for school, though. It's not that graphic.
1: It's not, but there are some parts... The content, definitely... The
0: content is more intense than the imagery.
1: Yes, agreed. In fact, they do a really good job of, like, not showing a lot of the more gruesome things. Like, it's definitely, you know... I mean, I'm just thinking of like, what would Tarantino have done with a script like this? Oh my like god. made it horrible. Oh my god. <laughs> like made it horrible. Well,
0: they would have dropped the N word like all of the time.
1: That yeah, would be true. The biggest
0: difference. Tarantino true, true, is true. quite fond of that word.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a good movie. Um, uh, kind of heavy. About racism.
1: Yeah. I would give it a four. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would give it a four as well.
1: Yeah. Sweet.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's, it's not a perfect movie. I don't, it's probably not the best movie of the year, but I think it deserves to be in that discussion. Yeah. um,
1: And, you know, contrary to what Matt said, I do like its, its method of storytelling. So check it out. If you agree with me, write a review in the comments saying is has better ideas than Matt <laughs> I
0: don't know that, that is <laughs> better than Matt and no because I'm not better agree than you she has better her opinion's correct on this one and if you agree with me you know that's great too Dude, I, I'm not trying to force you to do anything you know I hope you have a nice day you know enjoying listening to this podcast
1: yeah exactly I'm
0: not trying to tell you what to do
1: Go. <laughs> cool all right, sweet. Matinee, matinee.
0: Uh, have a nice day. <laughs> I had to remember that it was no longer Manatee, manatee. <sighs> All,
1: right. All right.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.